Hi, welcome back to another episode of Impulsive Talks. My name is Sebastian, and um, it's just me today. Um, so, as the last episode, uh, episode two, I believe, um, it was just Andrea talking about mental health. So, episode three will basically be uh, my own version of mental health. So, um, I kind of just wanted to just really explain, like, the struggles or pretty much the disorders and the daily issues that I face um, as a guy, a male, or a man, pretty much. Um, So as I stated in the first episode, um, I have several mental disorders from what I know that are diagnosed, um, which is DPDR, depression, anxiety, and um, I don't remember the other one, crap. But, um, I think I have, oh, sorry, antisocial personality disorder. Um, but I'm, I feel like I have other disorders as well. They're just not medically proven. Um, and I don't want to be like those people on the internet basically saying, oh yeah, like I did my research. I think I'm this, like, no, you know, like I could be wrong. It could be something else. Um, anyways, um, I think I'll, I think the huge issue that I face really is um really just I constantly am forgetting everything um the best way I can put it really is it's me but it's not me I'm here but Emotionally, mentally, I'm not. I'm somewhere else. I'm unavailable. Like, I'm unable to be available, basically. Like, I'm I'm detached from my body. Like, I'm not me. Like, everything to me just feels fake. It feels not real. If Like, if everything just... I'm viewing everything as a, like, as a third-person view, if that makes sense. Like, I feel as if I don't have control of my emotions and that's a huge issue for me um because that affects almost everyone that i meet because i don't know how to express myself i basically have no empathy i can't feel other people's emotions because i can't feel my own emotions i would half the time guess the emotion that I'm supposed to give and I'm good at giving that emotion but I can't actually feel it you know like I would smile and I would laugh but that's not like happiness for me like it's nothing it's just numb it's just numbness and um I'm not really sure why it's like that um I like to believe it's because I have like trauma from my childhood that I just didn't take care of that just made its way into a disorder um I think it's mainly because of that because of untreated childhood trauma and um I'm basically here to talk about it this is basically me opening up about it um so as a child um my mom had me at a young age and uh like 
she didn't really take care of me as much. It was pretty much just my grandma. And since my mom had me young, so did my dad. Um, and I want to say they both weren't ready to uh, have a kid. And um, I think that really just affected me in the long run. Because as I grew older, it didn't change. You know, like I still felt unwanted. My grandma would take care of me. My aunt would take care of me. And like now that I'm older, like my adolescent years around that, that's when like my mom and my dad just started to like really care for me. But I felt like it was too late, to be honest. Because at such a young age, I craved so much for that motherly affection like um um like i couldn't really experience love so i don't know like i can't give love if i never experienced it at a young age you know and like it doesn't bother me now well i mean it it does because it, it's like affects me for who i am today you know and like i i'm the oldest out of um oh man i have so many <laughs> i'm the oldest out of let's see nine siblings that i have um i'm the oldest out of nine including me is 10 so i'm the oldest and uh, the most youngest one is from my dad's side, and her name is Jimena. But um, I don't really know much about her. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, I would want to say, like, my little brother, Carlos, he receives the most amount of attention. I think it's because, like, she kind of just realized, like, how bad it was when her children just, like, didn't really, like, get that kind of love or, like, she wasn't really a parent to us because she was young and I don't blame her like I really don't I, I it must be tough being young and having kids because you're a kid having a kid basically and um, I don't blame her like I really don't but like I guess it just pains or hurts me because like like I just wish, like, like, you guys know, like, when you guys were kids, you guys would have, like, mom or, like, dad lunch. Like, you would invite your dad or your mom over to eat lunch in elementary school, and they would pop in and eat lunch with you or breakfast with you. Like, things like that. Like, she never really did that to me or, like, any of my other siblings. Um, she only really does it to Carlos. And I think, like, everyone's mad. Not everyone, sorry. Me, specifically. Um, because... It's kind of just like, like, I guess it's not fair, but then again, like, she didn't understand, you know, she was young. And, like, now that, like, I'm older, it's hard for us to bond to where, like, we actually, like, talk. Like... The most I would talk with her would probably be, like, once a week. And it would be, like, a 30-minute conversation or less. 
Um, I'm not really close with my family as much. I'm pretty much just isolated and alone because I feel like I'm like that because uh, I, I feel like I was pretty much like that throughout my whole life. Like Growing up, I felt as if nobody really cared for me, so I just had to do everything alone and just be alone. So I'm constantly just pushing myself to be alone because that's the only comfort I know. And I tend to get, like, upset when, like, people try to come into my life. Or not really, but, like, not come into my life, but, like, talk to me. Because it's kind of just, like, I'm not used to this. Like, I, like, I want to be alone. It's my comfort zone. Like, you know, like, I, I, don't, I don't like being out of my comfort zone, basically. And um, I guess it just bothers like a lot of my family because it's kind of just like you know like you're the oldest you're supposed to set an example you know and like i get it like i really do but how can i set an example when i don't even know what i'm doing you know like i i don't feel alive like i i don't feel like i'm existing honestly like i like i really don't like i just feel trapped in like a miserable reality basically and like I'm in like in a constant state of suffering or I put myself in a constant state of suffering is because it's all I know so I tend to like not lash out but just I tend to get defensive or angry when something new happens. I'm, I'm not sure how to explain it, but um, like trying new things is really difficult for me because I don't want to get out of my comfort zone. And like, yeah, the comfort zone is self-destructive and it, all it does is just hurts me, but it's what makes me feel safe. It's all that I've ever really known, you know? It's just, it's something that I'm so used to at handling and it's something that I can remember and that I know. So it's just hard for me to like forgive it and let go because it's just all I've ever known. It's what makes me, me, you know? And, um, It's really hard to get better when all you've ever known is chaos. Like, peace looks so threatening to me because of all I ever known is chaos. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. I hope whoever's listening to that just makes sense. That peace to me feels threatening because it's all I've ever known was just chaos. And, like, I set expectations for myself so high because I feel like I'm worth nothing. I feel like I'm not alive. So I set high expectations for myself so I can feel worthy 
of being here, worthy of staying alive, worthy of just living. And that sucks because I'm often disappointed within myself because I didn't reach that expectations. Like people will be proud of me because I, I reached it, but I won't be proud of myself because I didn't reach where I wanted to go. I don't feel worthy enough, basically. And it's just an endless cycle of, of torment, basically, on a repeat. Like, it's basically just me being in a constant state of agony. I'm not sure if that makes sense. But having DPDR is just, it sucks. It really changes everything. Like, I never felt so low. And... Like, I'm basically just cold-hearted. I I can't feel emotion, and that sucks, you know, because that really sucks, because I give, like, I feel as if if you would describe me to, to, like, someone, like, one of my friends, they would say I'm one of those people who would go out of my way to make you laugh or be happy or smile or something, and... It sucks so much for me because I give that to people so much that I don't feel worthy of receiving that back. Like, I just... I don't know. And I don't think it's just a me thing either. I don't think that's caused by my DPDR. Well, I think it it's part of it, but I also would like to think that it's also caused by like society's view as men as in like men not being able to show emotion and I really don't mind sorry I do mind actually I hate the fact that there's some people who keep with the traditional values of telling men to man up when in reality, it's just them being them, you know? Like, it's it's toxic. Like, like, it's really toxic. And, like... Like, it just sucks when men, other men or female would tell, like, you or me any male that's listening to this that men aren't allowed to cry that it makes them less of a man you know because it's basically saying we don't matter it's basically saying like we don't deserve a purpose here and I think that sucks I think that really fucking sucks because it gets implanted into our brain so we constantly set high expectations for ourselves to prove our worthy. Because automatically women are already valued. I feel like women are already valued in today's society just because they're women. And that doesn't really bother me. Because everyone's valued. Or sorry, everyone deserves to be alive. You know? But I feel like men, it's harder because you have to prove that you're worthy. Like, like women have it easy. I'm not saying like women have it easier than men. No, 
Like, men have their difficulties and women have their difficulties. I'm just saying in this aspect of being worthy alive, like, damn, I don't know the word. I really don't know the word. Um, Just being, like, appreciated in life. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the right word. Like, being listened, I think. Being appreciated. I'm not sure, but I know when it comes to life, women have it easier. Oh, fuck. I don't, I don't even mean that. Like, I, I, don't, I really don't know how to explain it. But in my mind, it makes sense. Because for men, you have to prove everything. You know, like, you have to prove, like, you're a man. You have to prove that you're tough. You have to prove that, like, like you're not emotional. Like, you have to prove that you're romantic when women are just having it easy, basically, just because they're women. Like, I'm not misogynistic. Don't get that wrong. I'm not misogynistic. Don't get that wrong. (laughs) Um, But, um, I don't know. It's just... It's okay to basically not be okay whether you're a man or you're a female like it's okay if you care about your mental health it's okay if you're more feminine than masculine it's it's okay if if you're sensitive and you cry to like little things about like an insect getting squished you know or it's okay if you get like a paper cut and you cry and you feel emotional like it's okay it's what makes you it's what makes you human it's what it's basically just what makes you 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 know and you deserve the love you give to so many others why would you deny that to yourself you know like you're as worthy as any other person here you deserve to be here like anyone else and just because like you have like a bad day doesn't mean that you have a bad life um i read this one quote let me find it i read this one quote where um crap i can't find it that really sucks Oh man. Oh bummers, I can't find it. Oh, I really can't find it. That's embarrassing. <laughs> um where or do I remember it? Oh, yeah, I remember. It's basically saying, um, like, sometimes the most loving thing is letting go. And um, I think I have a hard time with that. Like, damn, I just, I don't even know what the fuck I was just talking. I'm sorry for for cursing, but I don't even know what the hell I just talked about. I, I just completely fucking forgot. Um...
I I don't know I just I just want people to know that they're not alone you know like no matter where you are in life I just want people to know that I'm proud of the progress progress that you're making no matter how small it is because you're making progress and you are going to have highs and you are going to have lows but it's progress you're making yourself into a better you and um it takes a different kind to call out your bullshit and correct that you know like I think the first step of, like, actually making yourself a better you is admitting when you're wrong and admitting that you're toxic. Because everyone's toxic in their own way. Just, like, as people's love is looks different. Everyone's toxicity is different. Um, I don't know. My, my mind just went blank. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um... But, um, I know, like, for most people who have, um, mental disorders, or sorry, not mental disorders, but I met, um, a few people with DPDR, and, um, it just sucks that we experience the same thing and we crave the same thing which is feeling emotion feeling like we're real and it's all caused by anxiety it's just it's in our mind everything's in our mind it's in it's in, in our mentality how we think how we process it and it sucks because i'm i just feel like a robot that's the best way I can put it. I just feel pre-programmed. And I feel like I'm destined for death. Like, does that make sense? I, I don't know if that makes sense. I feel nothingness. I feel like I have to prove my worth to be here. And it's all because, like, I have terrible anxiety. Like, it's so bad to where... I would rather make other people happy rather than myself, even if it's just me, even if I know for a fact, like, I'm going to get hurt, like, I'm going to get fucked up, like, I'm going to, like, like basically be at my worst, and I will still try to make other people feel worthy when I should, like, help myself to. But I don't allow it because I feel like I I need to deserve it. And it sucks. Like, it really does. Like, not a day goes by where I don't think, you know what? I did as much as I could, and, and I deserve it. Like, it's every day is just the same. Like, I you have to prove yourself. You have to do this because of this. You... You can't show emotions because it's not actually how you feel or 
you can't feel any fucking emotions because like so and so like it's just it's just hard Like, I'm in a constant state of confusion. Like, I really am. I'm just in a constant state of confusion. And, like... I don't know. Like, it is, I, I know it takes a huge toll on people. Because, like, I never ask for help. Like, I never ask for help. Like, people would see me struggling, and I would never ask for help. And, like, like that's one of the things that absolutely pisses my girlfriend off, is that she would, like, see me having a bad day, and I wouldn't ask for help, or I wouldn't tell her about it, my bad day. Because I don't want her to worry. I don't want people to worry about me. Like, I'm fine. Like, I'm not okay, but I'm fine. Like, I'm gonna be fine, regardless. Like, I don't know, like, I would rather have people watch me suffocate than me calling for help. Like, that's how down bad I am. That's how, like, stubborn I am. Like, it, it sucks. It really does. And, um... Even though I still have all these mental illnesses and conditions, um... Like, I still try. I still try. <laughs> and it's not because, like... I'm in a relationship, like, no, like, I actually want to get better, I actually want to feel my own emotions, I want to be me again, I don't want to basically be controlled, and, <coughs> like, to this day, like, I'm not where I want to be, like, me, but, it's progress. I'm making progress. And I think that's all that matters to me right now. Is that I'm looking at the future and, and I can see myself like actually um like become a better me. And that makes me really happy. Because I crave that emotion so much. To where, like, I don't, I don't even know. <sighs> but, um, I, <sighs> I mean, I, I'm not where, like, I would like to be, but it's still progress, you know? And, um, 
progress looks different for everyone. Like, like I mentioned earlier, just because you have a bad day doesn't mean that you had a bad life. You know, like, all it takes is to admit that you're wrong and be aware that that you need help, which is something I'm still working on. Is admitting that I need help. But just because you have mental illness, it doesn't make you less of a person. Like, we have, you have struggles, and that's okay. It's okay to not be okay, and it's okay to cry. Um, like, you're trying your best, and that's all that matters. You don't have to be so mean to yourself because you're not at where you want. Like, you're still not used to it. You're still making progress, and that all that matters. Like, you're... You have to take baby steps before you take big steps. There's going to be difficulties. There's going to be setbacks. And you're going to feel like it changed nothing but... Trust me, it, it, it does. It really does. All the little baby steps that me and you take, it's still steps. We're still going to where we want to be as humans. Whether you suffer from depression, whether you are a victim of sexual assault or abuse, or you have PTSD... You have to take baby steps. And it doesn't make you less of a person. Like. You're trying to be positive. From what you were previously. Which. Was most likely negative. Like I said before. Everyone struggles with something. Everyone's toxicity in their own way. And. The first step is calling it out and admitting, like, hey, I'm toxic. And I want to work on that. Um, man, I'm so bad at that. <laughs> I'm so bad at giving advice. <laughs> um, my best advice from what I can give you from someone who struggling with mental illness is don't give up because it's, it'll, it'll be worth it it is worth it it may not seem like it now and it may seem like you're just whenever you're opening a door it's almost as if you're getting shut out by another door and that's okay just remember that you matter just as much as everyone else matters. You're worthy of love just as any other person's worthy of love. You're worthy of happiness just as every other person's worthy of happiness. And it, it's tough. It really is. 
and I get that but you're trying your best and that's all that matters keep trying your best and even if it feels like it's not a lot it's still something it's still a step whether it's a baby step or a big step you're, you're still trying and I think that's all that matters and for some reason let's say that it doesn't work out at least you can say that you tried you know but that's not the end result that we want I'm hoping it better not be let me find out one of you guys barely trying um I don't know what else to say so um I'm sorry for um being awkward and shy and uh really uh not as social <laughs> um but um I just want to say thank you for tuning in and to this uh episode three I think yeah episode three of uh <laughs> I keep forgetting <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to an episode of um oh my god, impulsive talks. Oh my god, dude, I'm so slow. <laughs> um Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stream Impulsive Talks. I don't know why you keep saying strangers. Thank you for tuning in to an episode of Impulsive Talks. <laughs> um Um we currently made a Facebook page and we also made an Instagram page. Um, our Facebook page, you can find us um, in, in just by typing impulsive talks. And our Instagram is just impulsive talk without the S. And uh, you can follow us there. And we also have a group. Um, I believe it's also called impulsive talks where you can pretty much just share your own mental illnesses and share your opinion with any topic that we discuss we won't just be talking about mental health we'll also be talking about other things whether it's just serial killers or us telling scary stories or just us talking about um i don't know movements um pretty much just anything you guys want us to talk about um shortly soon um when we reach a certain amount of followers on spotify we'll release a Q&A basically where like, you guys would ask us questions whether it's our personal lives and we would answer them and um yeah um anyways um again I'm sorry for being so awkward <laughs> and I'm sorry for being really slow and keep forgetting everything and I'm sorry for so many ums and I'm sorry for apologizing <laughs> but um thank you for tuning in and listening to this podcast it means a lot to me I love every single one of you guys. It means so much that you're listening. And, um, yeah. Um, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Which will be me and Andrea, hopefully. Um, be sure to follow that around, I want to say, Sunday, maybe? Sunday, Saturday. Mm, who knows? Um, but most likely the weekend. It will be a weekend. Um. Anyways, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is Sebas uh, signing out. Ciao. I love you. Bye.